Jackson Podcast. Hey, man. Hey, man. I'm going to get into it. I'm going to get into the eyewitness interview. But first, I got to talk my talk, man. It's hard for me to hit on this young Dolph situation, but being an individual who was raised in Tennessee, man, a creator, an artist myself, man, this Dolph, this Dolph Delph hit close to home, man. I didn't do a podcast on it immediately because, like, during the time of his death or whatever at the beginning, you know what I'm saying? People was nasty, man. Individuals was making videos and stuff for content to get their likes up, their views up. Folks, crazy, man. But if I can contribute in any type of way, any type of way, I will. Some may say that that's snitching or whatever, but if you're a listener on my show, you know how I feel about snitching for real. And like, the year I moved to Charlotte, the same year, Dolph got shot at a hundred times at the CIAA event, man. It's like Dolph, man. Dolph was one of the chosen ones, man. His his life was consistently in danger. He got shot in LA, got killed in his hometown. He an inspiration to all people who come up in impoverished situations, man. An inspiration to all inspiring artists. But let me shut up, man. Let me play a couple of these records. Let me play his record. Then we're going to get into the eyewitness thing, man. I'm stuttering and everything, man. This shit bothering your boy. But let's listen to the record, and then we're going to get on into it. I told my bitch you can't get in my car with no drawers. Nah. I want to fuck, babe, but I'm sorry I can't put it in raw. Me and my little boy just went and spent 20 in the mouth. I'm a dog, a dog, a motherfucking dog. <laughs> I'm about to I fall and ain't fucking with y'all. All my niggas work fuck. All my niggas bossed up. All my niggas got bad bitches. Don't none of us give a fuck. I'm always on the way to get the money. Don't never ask me where I'm going. Fell asleep on the jet. Woke up in a farm. Detroit Jackson Podcast. The way you see it on the news, where he facing the street. Yeah. That car was facing. The wall of the store, like in front of me in the window. Okay, so what you saying, Ma- Maurice did Maurice didn't just drive up. He didn't just drive up when the when the when the occurred. His car was right there. Right there. Okay, keep going. I was gonna stay and smoke my cigarette. I'm sitting there and my phone rang. My son called me, and by then that's when the was going on. And I was looking around, and I couldn't see where it was coming from. So I was ducking. Then I could peep out, and I seen a few people running. Then by the time I raised back up and looked, the white car was pulling out on the street real fast. Now, mind you, the pictures they showing on TV, it's not moving, right? Yeah. So it made it, it, made it look like he was shooting at them. He didn't shoot at them. Okay. Because by the time he raised up and looked, the car was turning onto the street going back, you know, north. Yeah. Then he ran out, take fences right right before he get to the sidewalk. On the court right where the where the car was in. Alright. He shoot he shoot up airways, you know, back up north. Okay. He was trying to get, at first I heard one. Then I heard like two or three. 
Wow. Then, then it stopped. Wow. Then when the car turned on the street and went up, tall dude ran out like he was almost to the sidewalk, but just like a little slight heel. Now, wow. on the where they put the little cones, mm -hmm. they was putting the cones in the street down the way he was shooting. Okay. And, you know, so, in the barrel, they, they put on the street. When I when I raised up, when he stopped, you seen people running, going in the going in the dollar store. Now I want to jump out the car and run too, but I was still kind of scared. And um, I just sit there for a minute. Then these two, and this is what I told the police. Then they called me and said they this didn't have nothing to do with it, but those boys was little hoolums. Man, you, I'm sitting there, and you know how, like, it was one car beside me, and then it was me. Two guys ran up the side of the wall between the, you know, between the dollar store and the uh, cookie shop. It's like they hit around, they came around that corner. There was two short dudes, and one of them had a shirt on, uh, what is it, a white beater on? Yeah. His shirt, the shirt was open. Now, they was grinning, but they, they wasn't running. They was walking real, real fast like they was trying to get, get, you know, get away. And I'm looking at them, and they look dead at me because when they hit the corner, I'm the only one sitting there. Would you be able to identify those people if you seen their face again? Not really. I'm going to finish telling you. Okay. Because I got close up on them. So when they ran in the store, I seen a couple of other people go in the store. Then I, it was quiet. So that's when I jumped out the car and I went inside. So mine and you, you know, it's a camera inside the store. Yeah. Like I told the police, if you see me and I had blonde hair, two guys went in that store right before me. You need to check them out. Yes. So and in the store, my girlfriend, she was in the dollar store line, right? Now, it was coming. Everybody in there was just talking. The lady in the store, the manager, she got her. She went out doors, you know. Okay. And I'm standing at the door just. And the two guys that I was talking about, my girlfriend was getting checked out. When that, when I went in right behind them, they were standing in line in front of her like they had been checked out. Mm. But they weren't. So then, when I came in the door. You know, they looked at me the same way they looked up at me when they came around the corner. And then uh, my girlfriend said, everybody got She just loud. So then I'm just standing there. So then they were saying, I don't think they did. They, they went out. Some people came in the store and said, he didn't hit him. He didn't hit him. Talking about, you know, that the man down the street. Okay. So then when I got ready to go out the door, the two guys, they standing at the door too, like they don't know if they should come out or not. Oh my God. And when they see us gonna come out the door, they came out the door right in front of us. And they went, instead of coming back, like you come out the door, the cookie shop to the left, they went to the right and they was walking real fast. And you know, when y'all was saying, you looking at girls rearview mirror where you could see that truck down there? Yeah. Wondering, did they get in that truck? Was that truck waiting on them? Because wow! It don't surprise you as long as they ain't trying, you know. So then I said to him, she was asking me who was who, and I said, 
said, that man right there, that's the cooking man right there on the sidewalk. She said, Eels. And then she said, was he? I said, no, he wasn't the one that was shooting. She wanted to shoot at the long dreads. This man, he wear his hair camera. Whooped around. Yeah. Like he had, you know, like real dry like. So then he was walking back and forth. And then he went in, then he came back out. Then he got in the car. And he was trying to back up and he was trying to see if people were walking, you know. Mm -hmm. And then I said, I, uh, I said, why are you moving that car? It's the crime scene. And we were saying, he don't supposed to move nothing. I told the police that, you know, the police come say, oh, they, he probably was moving it for the ambulance. I said, the ambulance hadn't even came yet. Mm. You could hear, when, so when, when the car that was next to us moved and he moved his car, we could sit right there and look at the, um, and, you know, see his hand. Okay, so hold on. So, so, so you saying Maurice, he moved what car? He moved the black car or he moved a uh, young Dolph car? No, his car. Okay, the black car. Okay, cool. All right. Okay, so let's go back over this one more. Hold on one second. Let's go back over this one more time. All right, so when you pulled up to the family dollar, you said Mar Maurice's car was already there. Okay, and then you 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 was on the phone with somebody, and when you was on the phone with them, that's when you heard the shots. Yeah. Okay. And my son said, "I said, oh, they shooting me, and I got was getting down on the floor, and then he said, Mama, where you at?' I said, "I'm at the dollar store," and then he said, "Who you with? Who you with, Mama? You in your car?" And I said, "No, I'm riding with a boy." And he said, "Well, uh, lay down, call me back." He was on lunch break. He was at feed. So. Then, after all of that, right before I ran in the store, after those guys went in there, and I waited before I got out of the car, because I was trying to see, was it over with? In that back door, you know, like, y'all was showing that side door by the driveway, white, that little, you know, between the buildings. Yeah. All right, that's the door, too. But it's a back door, back side. It was two people back there on the phone. It's like they were scared they had ran out of doors. It was a tall dude in the red, you know, they had the red t-shirt on. Okay. It was a tall dude back there. He was on his phone. And then there go the girl. It was a girl. She wasn't short and fat like the uh, daughter. She must have been the one that was serving the cooking. Okay. She was out there on the phone. So they were back there uh, just on the phone because it's like a little fence between them. So, I was wondering, did them two dudes, if they came from around that building, they had to come from behind the dollar store, or else they had to come from out of the cooking shop. Wow. Played it off. So, basically... We, so basically, you thinking from, from what you've seen that either they ran from the back of Makita's and they ran and ran on the side and then ran into a family dollar or, okay, cool. Cause I was going to say, or family dollar, but why would they run from behind family dollar to run in the front of family dollar? They ran, they ran from the cookie shop. the side where I could see the back of the cooking shop, the people in the backyard, 
and I could see across the walkway. You see what I'm saying? Right, so do you know that you have you may have been one of the only people in the world that came face to face with the killer and looked them in their eyeballs. Yeah. Okay. And you know, uh, I called the police. See, I had been watching it. I had been, I was scared, been scared a long time because I had never been that close to something like that. Yeah. And I'm thinking of it, thinking of it. That's when I started watching y'all because I don't really sleep good at night. I'm on I'm disability. I had two brain aneurysms years back. So I had to retire from FedEx. So watch TV all night long and for me to really sleep I have to take medicine and I don't like the way it makes me feel. So when I seen those two people back there, then when we came back and got in the car, my girlfriend was in there, she said, who was them people back there? And I said, well, she was an older lady. She said, I said, them, them some of the cookie workers because they got on red t-shirt. What they doing? They calling the police? You think we ought to call the police? I said, all these people out here, somebody to call the police. Yeah. Or uh, when, when the cop moved, he moved that cop. Then my girlfriend, she moved up closer. So you know when you seen that girl that was talking on the phone, telling everything, saying she seen everything? Yeah. You know how she was probably facing them from the dollar store looking? You could see the tail in the album car. On her, vi on her video? Huh? On the TV when y'all be showing it. Oh, okay. I said, and I told her, I said, they go to cop when she was in it. My girlfriend was in her kind of um, champagne color of Impala. Okay. So then she said, well, we better go on and leave because these people barking up. Hello, this is a Trevor Jackson podcast sponsored by Anchor app.